Well, hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Weekend Extra. My name is Josh, and I'm with Pastor Jeff, and we are on week three of the Made for This series, mm-hmm. and so we're talking about um, numerous aspects that we see specifically from the book of Ephesians right. that really are the outplay of who we are now in Christ, right. who we, we're becoming, um, who he's made us to be, and um, not really just becoming better people or better versions of ourselves, but um, really who he's um, called us as his children. And so this weekend, Jeff, we were talking a lot about spiritual maturity. Right. And so there, th- there's a lot of that, and we, we talked about many of the aspects of that movement um, in Ephesians 4. But something that I thought would be helpful is not just um, how important spiritual maturity is, but really what are the marks of a spiritually mature person? How do we begin to kind of see that showing up in someone's life? Because we know it's not a rival, it's right. a trajectory, like you were saying. But um, what are kind of be some of the markers of saying, okay, this person's beginning to show real spiritual maturity? So we use the term uh, here a lot more and more. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to abound in grace more and more. I'm going to know God more and more. I'm going to love God more and more. And so if I was looking at spiritual maturity, the the concept or the paradigm of spiritual maturity I was raised in was the person who knows the most of the Bible wins. Yeah. Like the person who can win the Bible trivia game is the most spiritually mature, or the person who's been around the longest or the person who has lived the most moralistic life. So I don't smoke, drink, chew, play <laughs> cards, you know, all those kind of things. Yeah. And I would look and say, all those things, maybe that's it's good, it's bad, it kind of depends. It's probably not going to be negative, not to smoke, drink, and chew kind of thing. But, um, but to define yourself as spiritually mature that way is actually a very immature way to define huh. yourself as spiritually mature. So... And even knowing the Bible, the Bible says even the demons know the Bible, and they, and they tremble. So what, how, how I believe that Scripture would define spiritual maturity is when I have an ever-increasing depth and fruit of the Spirit within me. Yeah. So love is, is a big marker. So it's, am I loving Christ more and more, and am I loving my neighbor more and more? That's very different than I don't participate in the immoral actions my neighbor participates in, therefore I'm spiritually mature. That's really a legalistic way. It's what Jesus was pressing against when when uh, you know people came to him and they said, you know, I'm I follow the law. He's like, really? Do you ever look lustfully at a woman in your right. heart? Mm-hmm. Right. And so he, he's like, no. Do you love that person? Do you love that sinner more and more? That does not mean agree with them. That does not mean condone their sin. It means, is my heart for them like God's heart for them? Does He wishes that none would perish. He patiently calls them to repentance. He gave His Son, laid down His life. So it's it's that paradigm. And then I would look at joy and peace and patience and goodness and yeah. faithfulness, and, you know, and, and kind of on and on. And I'm looking, I'm saying... I know that I'm I'm maturing spiritually. I don't I don't think spiritual maturity is something you arrive at. Right. I think it's a process that you're on your whole life. But I'm maturing spiritually when those characteristics of God that are empowered by his Holy Spirit are becoming more and more the defining features of, of my life and thinking. I think that makes total sense and just something that I've witnessed like I, I think that sometimes when I'm 
growing, I don't always know it because I'm kind of being more aware of ways that my heart is falling short and and ways that I'm not loving and that the the fruit of the Spirit is not in my life. And um, what's amazing is that God does something in that moment where he he makes me aware of my sin and my need of him, and that's where change actually happens. And, And this is where where we were talking about in Ephesians 4, that others speaking the truth in love and building us up, I, th- I think that some of the biggest moments of growth and maturity in my life have actually been when others have identified it in me or when they've pressed me toward it. Yeah. And um, there's such an advantage to having others in my life who can either challenge me or encourage me when, when I don't see what God's doing in my life. And even you know that, that passage is build each other up in, in love uh, to unity and, and the sometimes people bring out, they'll identify in you like, hey, I believe God, you know, uses you this way. Sometimes it's because you're bearing their burdens with them and it's hard. And so I learned long suffering, the old King James, you know, way of saying it. I learned that by like suffering long (laughs) with people. Uh, I, I I learned patience by bearing with a person that tries my patience. And so you you that the the body, the good and kind of the bad, I guess. Messy. The messy is a better way. The the good and the messy brings all of that maturity in me and then in us as as a body. That's not that's very different than I know the name of Moses's sister in a Bible trivia game, or or I can name the Old Testament geography. Yeah. And it's very, very different than I've been in this church for a long, long time, and it's mine. You know, yeah. my family founded it kind of a thing. It's it's definitely the hardest work <laughs> that God sure. wants to do in us, but it's, it's awesome that He can do it, and He yep. does do it. Well, thanks, Pastor Jeff, and uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the Weekend Extra. If you want to catch more of the series, uh, find it online, and uh, we'll catch you next time.